princess. You're not going out there. You're listening to New Car Smell Tuesday on Beyond the Airways, the Infinity Project. Good evening, everybody. It's Tuesday night here at Beyond the Airways, the Infinity Project. And since it is Tuesday, that means it's time for New Car Smell Tuesday. We've got new releases in video games, anime, manga, Blu-ray, DVDs, and, of course, the music. we got to have the music. I'm your host for tonight. I am Oddball Extreme. I'm currently joined in the line by two of my crazy cohorts. First, we have the Joker. Good evening to you, sir. Good evening, everyone. Happy Tuesday. And live with her dogs, Princess and Cosmo, is our AZ Magician. Hi, guys. Uh, Listen, that's mostly Princess. Oh, okay. Cosmo's just laying there looking at me. Okay. Oops, right. you in the chat room as well. Hey, Ash. And you'll have to excuse hey, the absence Ashley. of... And you'll have to excuse the absence of Red Ranger Tim. Yep, because he is usual at the uh, rabbit hole. <laughs> yep. remember. Sorry, Jack came in. Okay, that's fine. All right. I know. I know you. I'm ready to get started. I'm ready. Let's um, go. Don't mind my multitasking. That's fine. I'm gonna post post the gaming link in the BTA group chat. So there's that. You can post it into the uh, blog chat. Uh huh. I got this. All right. So we will get started with TV first. First game we have is The Ghost of a Tale for the PS4. Next we got the Wizard also on the PS4. Quiet, Janet. Got, Don't be rude to Mike. You're fine, uh, Janet. You're fine. Next we got um, Lego Marvel Collection for PS4 and Xbox One. Then we got the Caligula Effect Overdose for Switch, PS4, and PC. If you heard that title, similarly, that's on um, Android and iOS, but without the overdose part of it. So, <laughs> And then we got Claybook for Switch, um, Paul also for Switch. If Baba is you for Switch, Rico also for Switch. Got Motorsports Manager for Nintendo Switch, as the name implies, it's also for Switch. And we got Golf Peaks, also for Switch. Move on to the next page. Mm-hmm. And that, oh yeah, um, on the 15th, I'll actually add this link in as well because it goes, until, goes on to the 15th. So here's part two. Mm-hmm. Then on the 15th, we got Tom Clancy's Division 2 for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Then One Piece World Seekers, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. And that's it for this week. Yeah, not only this week. 
I mean, there were a lot mm-hmm. last week. I know that much. Oy, I imagined. <laughs> All right. Next, I'll put in the video game, anime, and manga. And finally, we got ANN back again with us. So, good to hear from you. Yeah, my question is for how long, right? <laughs> exactly. So, starting with the anime releases, first one is from Made in Japan, and we got Armored Trooper Bottoms TV collection on Blu-ray. Then from Funimation Entertainment, we got Death March to the Parallel World Rhapsody, which is a Mike, limited edition on Blu-ray for, and DVD. Yes. For future reference, V-O-T-O-M-S, that first O is long, so it's a Botons. It's old school oh, anime. Oh. Fair enough. Cool. Sorry. No, you're fine. I didn't know that, so that worked. <laughs> All right. Then okay. the next next one is from um, Viz Media. One of them is a Blu-ray combo, and the other is just DVD. And it is Hunter x Hunter, The Last Mission. So lastly from Funimation, we got Scrapped. Princess on Blu-ray. It's part of the Essentials Collection. Let me turn my TV down just a tad. That's a little out there. <laughs> then on to the printed manga. Um, starting with Vertical, we got After the Rain, Volume 3 from Sid Darkport. we got Blade of the Immortal, Volume 8, and that is an Omnibus. From Seventies, we got The Bride and The Exorcist Night, Volume 3. From Viz Media, we got Candy Color Paradox Volume 1, and that is an adult manga. Then another one from 7C, we got Devils and Realist Volume 15. From to Dark Horse, we got Fate Five Zero Volume 8. From Viz Media, we got Full Metal Alchemist, the complete four panel comics Volume 1. The next three is from Seven Seas Entertainment. We got The Girl from the Other Side. Swell, A Run, Volume 6. We got Harukana Re- Receive, Volume 3. The Ideal Spawner Live, Volume 1. From, Ver- from Vertical, we got Mobile Suit Gundam Wing, Camelus, Waltz, Glory of the Losers, Volume 11. Then from Seven Seas Entertainment. Machimaho, I messed up and made the wrong person into a magical girl, volume two. Wow. <laughs> it's another interesting one. All right. Next one from Vertical, we got My Boy, volume three. From 17th, we got the pre Precarious Woman, Executive Miss Black General, volume three. Next two is from Viz Media, we got Renee, volume three. Nine and that blue sky feeling. Then from Kadansha Kongs, we got that time I got reincarnated as a slime volume nine. Then lastly from Seven Seas Entertainment, we got Tomochan is a girl volume three. Any dungeon girls <laughs> in the manga yet? Not this nope, week. Not this week. Nuts. Sorry. And I miss those girls when they manga, don't show up. You know, yeah. Then in the then in the digital novels, I'm gonna go only go read the ones that are like highlighted in green. I think there's also one that is not 
there's a couple in there I see that wasn't in the earlier. So I'll try to go and see what I haven't seen, and we'll go from there. Uh, let's see. I think the only one I see, I think there's only like three altogether. There, there are three. I see three of them. Mm-hmm. Let's see. What was the first one? It was okay, Peach Girl next. Well, actually, the one there's there's two of them above that one. Actually, it's also okay. from Cadencic Comics, and it's Love Message Melting Beauty Treatment Volume One. For also another one from Cadencic Comics is if Peach Girl next. Mm-hmm. Then, then from and then another one from Cadencic Comics is. Tudorite Two, Children, Volume 12. Um, another one from Kadensha Comics is World End and Apricot Jam, Volume 2. And last one from Seven Seas Entertainment is Yuna and, and the Haunted Hushman, Volume 5. Then in the digital novel releases, there's no printed novels this week, but there is digital novels, and they're both from J Novel Club. First one is is Amagi Shibrillion Part Novel Four and the Master of Zagnarak and Blesser of Iron Her Jar Novel Six. Mm-hmm. Let's say Iron Her Jar. Okay. Then in the video game releases, you know I've already mentioned them. First one is from Miss America. You have the Caligula effect overdose. And then from Bandai Nimco Entertainment. We got one piece world seeker, and that's it. Now, with that said, are you done, Lulu? <laughs> oh, what's Lulu doing? Being a brat? She's been loud tonight. Are you finished? <laughs> yes, Lulu's being a Lulu. So right. my mom chuckling too. <laughs> We're both over here just chuckling like like loons over here. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, now it's my turn. On to the Blu-rays and DVDs. So we go down to today, March 12th, and all the highlighted movies are on Blu-ray and DVD, and their score is courtesy of Metacritic. So if you don't like the score, tough luck. <laughs> All don't, right, blame, don't blame the yeah. bearer of the message. It's Metacritic. In other words, don't blame the messenger. <laughs> you made it sound better. All right. Anyway, first up with a very good 74 is Daughter of Mine. Laura Bisburi's follow-up to Sworn Virgin also stars Alba Roarwalker, who did the wonders in Happy as Lazaro, but in a completely different role as Angelica, a party girl and mother to Vittoria, a 10-year-old adopted at birth by Valeria Galino's Tina. As Angelica and Tina struggle over Vittoria, this story creates a heartfelt drama that impressed critics at the 2018 Berlin Film Festival. Next up with a not-so-good 52 is Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. This is now, wait a minute. Movie. Wait a minute, Shirley. What? Anything over 50 is decent. Anything okay. below that is a POS. Okay, well, I'll put it this way. Here's how they say it. This disappointing second film in a planned five-film Harry Potter spinoff series continues the story that began in 2016's Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. The villain of the series, Johnny Depp's Grindelwald, revealed himself at the end of that film. 
Now, at the behest of his mentor, Albus Dumbledore, played by Jude Law, Newt's commander, played by Eddie Redmayne, will face off against the Dark Wizard. David Yates returns to direct the sixth film of J.K. Rowling's Wizarding World, and Catherine Watterson, Dan Fogler, Carmen Ejogo, Ezra Miller, and Allison Sedol are back as well. Joining the cast are Zoe Kravitz, who was introduced via a photo in the first film, Jessica Williams, Poppy Corby Twitch, Callum Turner, and Claudia Kim, whose role as Nagini, Voldemort's horcrux in the books and earlier films, stirred up a minor controversy when she was revealed to be a maledictus. I have no clue what, what that means. What a maledictus is? That's what I'd like to know. Let's see. A hey, maledictus. I got what it. What is the definition of a maledictus? Well, here it is. It's a female individual who carries a blood curse that eventually turns her into a beast permanently. The curse is carried from birth and passed down from mother to daughter. The beast okay. ultimately transforms. Does that answer your question? Yes. Yeah, and in, she's in, in the woman. she's turned permanently into a snake. Ugh. Ooh. Yeah. No wonder nobody wants anything to do with her. Yep. All right, next up, one of the 69 is the movie Green Book, which won the Best Picture Oscar last month. But here's the fun part. Now you can own the worst-reviewed Oscar Best Picture winner since Crash. Director Peter Farrelly continues his move away from the unbridled comedies of his past, like Dumb and Dumber, Kingpin, and There's Something About Mary, with this based on a two-story tale of a bouncer, played by Viggo Mortensen, hired to drive a pianist, Oscar winner Mahershala Ali, on a concert tour to the American South in 1962. The title refers to the segregation-era road travel guidebook used by African Americans to find places that would serve them during the decades of Jim Crow laws. Well, that, from what I saw of that in advertisements, mm-hmm. that was not a bad movie. I wouldn't think so. I don't know. It teaches racial tolerance. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, next up with with a good sixty nine is the miseducation of Cameron Post, winner of the U.S. Grand Jury Prize at last year's Sundance Film Festival. Desiree Akhavan's directorial follow-up to Appropriate Behavior is an adaptation of Emily M. Danforth's novel about a teenage girl, played by Chloe Grace Moretz, sent to a gay conversion therapy center when she's caught with another girl on prom night in 1993. Ouch. Yeah. There you go. And then the last one, with a good 71, is Tyrell. The latest from, from the the latest from the Chilean director Sebastian Silva stars Jason Mitchell as Tyler, called Tyrell throughout the film, a young man who joins his friend on a weekend trip where he discovers he's the only black guy in attendance, and heavy drinking is the main entertainment. Like his other features, like Nasty Baby, Magic Magic, and The Maid, Silva cle- cleverly builds tension throughout this well-received film. Now here are some other releases. First up on DVD only was Beneath the Leaves with Mira Sorvino and Doug Jones. No, not my senator, Doug Jones. It's another actor named Doug Jones. <laughs> Let's see. Next up with a good 71 on DVD is Divide and Conquer, the story of Roger Al Isles, which is a documentary. Next two on Blu-ray and DVD. First, we have Jane and Emma, and from 1927, The Kid Brother. And then we get to the one with the worst score of the week ever. At least one of them, anyway. With a nice 16, think sweet 16, it's London Fields with Gemma Chan and Amber Heard. 
All right, then the rest, the rest are on Blu-ray and DVD. First, we've got The Magic Flute from 1975. Next, with a 44, is Mortal Engines with Hugo Weaving. Uh, next up, with a good 63, is Piercing with Christopher Abbott and Mia Wasikowska. And finally, there's Vengeance, a Love Story with Nicolas Cage. As for the TV on DVD and Blu-ray, we've got The Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle and Friends, the complete series. Anybody who's a Rocky and Bullwinkle fan? <laughs> then we have Alice, Season 9, Ancient Aliens, Season 11, Volume 2. Next three are on Blu-ray and DVD. First, we have Death March to the Parallel World Rhapsody, the complete series, which Mike had already mentioned. And we also have The Last Ship, Season 5, and The Last Ship, the complete series, since The Last Ship wrapped up. And finally, we have The Simple Heist Series 1. And I'm going to tell you this right now. Next week, two of the big ones from Christmas are out. Oh, what was that? That wasn't me. That wasn't me. I, I, I was just looking at the uh, Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle. I'm going to have to buy it next month. Oh, yeah? Because I watched the reruns when I was a kid. Uh huh. That's not bad. Fifty two ninety nine. That's pretty. That's no, pretty affordable. No. I thought it'd be more expensive than that. And we also have the underdog, also for like forty nine ninety seven. That's a steal. Underdog. That's not underdog. bad. Speed was, of lightning. Eighteen discs, and it's only fifty two ninety nine. That's amazing. That is absolutely That's amazing. A right That's a huge deal right there. Oh. I have to keep that in mind. Yeah, yeah I I'm can't wait for. I can't. Yeah, but I can't wait to get this one next week. <laughs> Spider Man into the Spider Verse. That's next week. I have been looking forward to that one. Because I saw the movie, it was so mind-blowing. Alright, so that's it for the DVDs and Blu-rays. Now it's on to my favorite part. The music. Gotta have the music. And also, I just saw Lightning just a moment ago. All right, if you got to bail, you got to bail, Mike. I don't need to bail because I think it's like, it's not raining right now, but I think there's just, we got rain coming in from the west here shortly. Oh, okay. But I don't think You're getting our right. leftovers then. You're getting yeah, our leftovers. And we, we, lost, we lost Ashley and gained JJ. Hi, JJ. <laughs> All right. Now on to the. CDs, where it's always the most fun. And now I just gotta get to the middle of the month. Get rid of this stupid ad at the bottom. It's like, get I that stupid ad out of here! <laughs> well, this isn't the one. Okay. Alright, I... found, right, found the right set. So, we're gonna start with what came out on Sunday, the 10th. And we're actually two. Sure, with Brooklyn, looks like it's Brooklyn, Lund, Brooklyn, Brook, 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 I can't tell. It's B K L Y N L D N. 
I am going to okay. throw it. Okay, then we have Kobe. What is it again, Shirley? What is this again? B-K-Y-N-L-D-N. Look like it's Brooklyn, Lund- Brooklyn, London, I guess. I don't know. I'll just say Brooklyn. Okay, Brooklyn, London. Uh, then we have Toby Nwigwe with three originals. Then yesterday on the 11th, we have Nasty Cherry with Win. Okay, uh, I like this. I like the name of this band right here. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, Fishing for Fishies. What? <laughs> yeah, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard with Fishing for Fishies. No artwork, though. It would have been cool. All right, then we also have Internazional with Avatar in Life. Little Mosquito Disease with Gang Money. <laughs> uh, Epic High, Sleepless in blank. That's how they have it. Sleepless in blank. Then we have Indiana with no strings. Impossible nothing. Yep. There's a song called Indiana Wants Me. Lord, I can't go back there. (laughs) Sorry, I'm telling how old I am. Yeah, you're fine. That's fine. fine. Yeah, we have Impossible Nothing with the Memnonicon. I don't probably I probably have mutilated that word. Let's see. Then we have Arcade Fire with Baby Mine. N E C R O how's it spelled? M N E M E N O M I C O N. It's like Nenomicron. Thank you. Thanks. I appreciate that. All right. next we have Arcade Fire with Baby Mine. That is actually from the new Dumbo movie. Which is supposed to come out, I think, the twenty second. Uh, let's see. Then oh, we have the idiot. music. Oh, yeah. the music for the movie. Why did they do that? Well, they do that <sighs> all the time. Let's I know. See. Uh, I don't know. Probably to promote the movie. <laughs> let's see. All right. Okay. Then we have three that came out today: Idiot Pilot with Blue Blood, Tierra Whack with Wasteland, and AJR with Birthday Party. I've heard AJR on. On the radio station, they're actually pretty good. All right, then tomorrow we have Jungo with La Drow. Thursday we got LSD with No New Friends. Josh Pan and Dylan Brady with This Car Needs Some Wheels. Mama Moo with White Wind. And then we have The Caretaker with Everywhere at the End of Time, Stage 6. <laughs> then finally, on then on Friday we have Chai with Punk. Stephen Malkmus with Groove Denied. Matmos with Plastic Anniversary, Disfig with Purge, The Faint with Ego Work, let's see, The Brian Jonestown Massacre, it's self-titled, and I sure hope they didn't get that title after the uh, famous Jonestown Massacre, if you know what I mean. Yeah. All right, then we have Daniel Thorne with Lines of Sight, Are Are with Tell Me All About Them, Lucille Furs with Another Land, Rian Trainer with Atraxia, Karen Ann with Blue, Seahawks, no, not the Seattle Seahawks, but just Seahawks with Eyes of the Moon. Oh, here's a great title, or a great group anyway, The Tough Shits. <laughs> the Tough what? The Tough Shits. <laughs> yep, that's the, that's the name of the band. The name of the CD, Burning in Paradise. With Undying Light, Comacos with Hype. Hype Aura, 
Karen O and Danger Mouse with Lux Prima, and I don't think it's that Danger Mouse. Let's see. Then we have Huntley with Low Grade Buzz. The Comet is coming with Trust in the Life Force of the Deep Mystery. <laughs> I swear I love all these titles. Black Audio with Only Things We Love. The Cinematic Orchestra with To Believe. Benjamin Francis Leftwich with Gratitude. Over the Rhine with Love and Revelation. Cabana Ware, that one's self-titled. Sophie Ellis Beckstore with The Song Diaries, and I like that album cover. Noisem with Cease to Exist. Mad Davit with No Mud, No Lotus. Turning Jewels into Water with Map of Absences. Snarky Puppy with Immigrants. Like a snarky, snarky puppy. puppy? Yep. <laughs> so we have Red Wolves. Yep. Red Wolves with Future Becomes Past. Lick Neon with Be Good to Yourself. Elizabeth Color Wheel with Nocebo. Dexter Story with Bahir. Angel Dust with Pretty Buff. Ambrotos with Cosmic Analysis. Let's see. Then we have Mike Baguetta and Jim Keltner and Mike Watt with Wall of Flowers. And I, I don't thought Mike's last Mike... name was Goyans. Uh, uh, yeah, we have two Mikes and a Jim in this one. <laughs> yeah, Mike Baguetta, Jim Keltner, and Mike Watt. Yeah. Well, okay. I, I don't think my I don't I probably don't think Mike Watt is related to the other three Watts in the NFL. There's JJ, TJ, and I think I forgot the other one's name. But there's three Watts in football. Yeah. All right. Then next up we've got Cyber with Overthink, Overextend. And why is that ad popping up again? Excuse me. All right. Uh, we'll forgive you. All right, then we have Scarlexard with Infinity. Young Guck with Bang Young Cook. Zakari with Run Wild, Run Free. Capital Fausto with uh, Inventao do Dia Claro. That's obviously Portuguese, and it probably destroyed it. <laughs> then we have Duster with Capsule Losing Contact. Then we have Zarface with Zarface Meets Ghostface Instrumentals. Let's see. Then we've got Finn Andrews with One Piece at a Time. Shy Effects with Ragmuffin Sound Tape. Nanami Ozo yeah. with No. Seven Shadows with Scars. And then finally on Saturday, it's Sky Deck with Eureka Moment. And guess what? I'm done. Hey. And we still have 33 minutes. Nice. Yeah, you know, anyway, I just got some interesting I got some interesting movie news here. Um okay, uh we you've I don't know if you've probably seen this. Uh Aladdin had dropped a brand new trailer. Of course the movie comes out in May. But brace yourself for this one. Uh Alan Tudyk from Firefly. He's also been in Doom Patrol as Mr. Nobody. Uh he's also he also did um K what's that what's that robot's name? K R Hold on, let me look at that article again. Okay, I was gonna think of that. I have no idea. Yeah, K two S O from Rogue One. That's right. Well, guess what? He'll be voicing Iago, the bird. Really? They can't get um. 
Gilbert Gottfried, I guess Gilbert they couldn't Gottfried? do it. I guess they couldn't do it. Dang. Uh-huh. But, yes, Alan Tudyk will be voicing Iago. Well, then again, let's see. I'm going to wait and see what happens with this, because the way Alan is, he brings an incredibly wry sense of humor to anything he does. Hmm. Because after all, he did. See, he was washed on Firefly. He's done Con Man. Um, let's see, he did. He was on the show. He was on the short-lived show Powerless. So trust me. I think I think this is gonna. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna work. I'm gonna give it a shot. I think I will too. After after um, this trailer. Mm-hmm. I was I was actually surprised that they didn't go all blue with the genie. At least the top half of them wasn't all blue. Yeah. But we'll see. At mm-hmm. least they sang some some of the songs from the original movie. That's fantastic. That's good. <sighs> Sorry, you guys I had a dog emergency. Okay. Which one? Both of them. Jack didn't know that it started raining again, and Jack needed the towel to dry off the dogs. Oh, okay. That's fine. They had to go out and answer nature. Perfectly. Woof. Understandable. Woof. Get under there. You leave him alone, princess. Sorry, people. You're fine. Well, here's here's something interesting. Captain, the movie may be called Captain Marvel, but the breakout character is Goose, the cat. A cat oh, is a breakout character? Now, yep. explain to me that. Okay. Well, here's the story. A cat. The cat has a short but storied history in the comics. Uh, now, I need to warn people, this is going to contain some spoilers, so just in case of trouble, I better do this. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. All right. If you do not want to hear this part, please don't do it. <laughs> okay. Because we don't want to spoil it. Because I haven't seen this yet, but I don't get bothered by spoilers. Okay. I don't either. So, ahead of Captain Marvel's release, Marvel Studios began hinting that Brie Larson's superhero wouldn't be the only breakout star from the film. Goose the Cat received toys and a spot in the trailers, priming audiences to be ready for some cuteness. While comic book fans knew that Goose, played by a cat named Reggie, was in fact lightly an alien known as a flurkin, audiences everywhere are now just hearing that word. So what in the actual world is a flurkin? That's the question Nick Fury, played by Samuel L. Jackson, wrestles with in Captain Marvel after stumbling upon and bonding with a ginger kitty named Goose. In the film, Fury meets Goose while sticking around... Goose is more than meets the eye. He freaks out Skull Skull Commander Talos... Ben Mendelsohn, just by walking into the room oh, for reasons the audience won't immediately appreciate. The dots don't connect when Talos identifies Goose correctly as a Florian, but it takes Kitty going full Kraken on a group of Kree shock troops for Talos' concerns to sink in. Captain Marvel gives no lessons on Florian physiology or behavioral traits, and sticks only to the basics. Don't mess with Florians, or else accept being swallowed whole. Whatever Captain Marvel doesn't divulge about Florian habits can be easily gleaned from the pages of comic book stories past. The Florian's first official Marvel appearance goes back to 2014 in Captain Marvel Volume 8, Number 7, when Carol's cat Chewie is revealed as a Florian during a visit from Rocket <coughs> Raccoon. Rocket being Rocket, 
He tries to kill two, and he does not succeed. Read John Sykes, Miss Marvel number one from 2006, and Carol, in a battle with the mystic Sir Warren Traveler, makes friends with a different cat and uses it as an impromptu ballistic weapon against her opponent. A flurgan? Maybe not. No tentacles for one. But it's Marvel, and Marvel isn't above a good old-fashioned retcon. <laughs> I know good old-fashioned what? Retcon. Let's see. Okay. If we're going by Captain Marvel, we make number seven. The Kelly Sue... Deconic and Marcio Takara deserve the credit for creating the Flurkin race. If by John Slice, Miss Marvel number one, Brian Reed, and Roberto De La Torre. Between the four, you're drift at all. You can only hope. Flurkins understand, so make sure you use your best manners and accord them to their highest affection. Flurkins well, also lay eggs, up to 117 of them, instead of giving live birth. So if their mouth tentacles weren't a dead giveaway, then the reproductive cycle would be. But more impressive than birthing habits or tendrils are their pocket dimensions. A florkin can theoretically hold a whole universe in its mouth, which makes safekeeping affinity stones an easy task, such as when it swallows the Tesseract, a.k.a. the Space Stone. What's the Tesseract compared to all space and time? In a pinch, that can be, they can be used as a way of instantly hopping from one location to another via subspaces tucked away in their bodies, too. None of this is elaborated on in the movie, so the viewer must take inferences. Suffice to say, Goose comes in handy, taking out bad guys, hanging on to the Tesseract for Fury before barfing it up on Fury's desk post-credits, and generally being a promise. <laughs> that was a spoiler for people who yeah, like the yeah. credits. Yeah, but me, it's like, you know, as long as I see, I mean, I don't get bothered by spoilers, but you know, I know how the other people don't like being spoiled anyway. Hmm. There we go. All right. The saddest thing, Goose being muzzled by the Kree. They know what they're doing. Florkins derive their alien qualities through their olfactory system, so muzzles are basically their kryptonite. Even the best kitties can become bad kitties in a split second, and Fury, after jerking his Florkin one too many times, takes a Goose claw to the face, and presto, now we all know how he actually lost his eye and won it with that gnarly patch instead. Courtesy <laughs> of a Florkin. Wow. Yep. An, an, ignominious, an ignominious tale, but one Fury spymaster has kept under wraps for decades. Maybe that explains why Goose hasn't made a cameo in other Marvel movies. People do get rid of the cats for much less than ocular trauma, but Fury might not have it made uh, might not have made it to the end of the movie without Goose. Granted, he's lucky they get along seriously. He might be floating through another one. They have a bond though, and one teeny tiny grievous wouldn't probably. Wound, wound, let me try again. One teeny tiny grievous wound probably isn't going to separate them. He's an extraterrestrial beast, that goose, but he's one thing more a very, very good kitty. <laughs> you know what? What? When they chose the cat to be the flirting in that movie, uh huh. They probably had to do trained on command. Right. How would you guys like to go to bed early, huh? Well, I need to stay up. No, I'm kidding. I know you're talking to the dogs. Yeah, <laughs> sorry to... about that. Yeah, okay. All right, yeah. Uh, thanks, thanks, to, thanks to JJ Watt. The 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 three brothers are JJ, TJ, and Derek Watt. Okay. I knew there were three Watts in the NFL. I remember it was JJ and TJ. But I forgot yeah. the third. Under one. There. Damn it! They're starting to infuriate me. Oh dear. And it started raining again, so I can't stick them outside. Uh-huh. 
Okay, uh, something important to note. If you are a fan of Big Bang, is May 16th. Yeah. Young Sheldon didn't last long, and Sheldon was, mm-hmm. you know, in other words, young Sheldon growing up. Yeah. But, yes, it shall end on May 16th. So. It's a matter yeah. of time. Yeah. And, of course, you know, I don't know. You, I think 12 years, I think. Let me look it up. Hold on. Hey, Cortana, how long? Hey, hey, Cortana, how long has Big Bang Theory been on the air? Ah, that's what I was looking for. Hey, Cortana, how many years has Big Bang Theory been on the air? I'm trying to find that out. Hold on. Go to Wikipedia. Okay, never mind. I'm not getting a suitable answer, Shirley. Yeah, well, I'm trying to figure out how to... Let's see. Got extended for three years, but I don't know what year did it start. It started in 2007. So this is the so about season. twelve years. Yeah. Yeah, twelve years at this point. Mhm. Yeah, but yes, they're going to reach the end. What? They're going to reach what? the end. Yeah, it, they say it got extended for three years. No, they decided to end it this season. I know, but it was an old article I was reading. Oh, okay. That is a oh dear. All right. Okay, you might want to brace yourself for this one because this news is actually from yesterday. Would you believe Bohemian Rhapsody two is being heavily discussed? Well, what else? I read an article on that one. What else can they do? They've already got all aspects of Freddie's life. I know. Well, and I think his love life is a little bit too personal to delve into. Well, technically, they could still go into from Live Aid to his death. Mm-hmm. Even though, technically, from then, it was not very long. But they could still go into a little bit of that detail. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't mind that, honestly. Yeah. Well, here's something. Well, here's how. Here's how this is playing out. This is courtesy of Movie Web. I'm going to put the link in both places. I'll quit that. No, I don't want to. I'm no kidding. I know. I'm just missing. I'm just missing. Yeah, JJ Watts said, "What? Seriously?" It's like, yeah, seriously. All right, so it looks like a sequel to Bohemian Rhapsody is closer to actually happening than originally thought. I don't know why it says Bohemian Rhapsody 2, and they misspelled it. They have Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> get your spelling right. Very good. Time for spell check, people. Seriously. 
right, it's closer to happening than originally thought. Queen guitarist Brian May had previously talked about the idea of it happening after declaring that Live Aid was the perfect place to end the story and then saying, who knows, there might be a sequel. He laughs. The interview with May was conducted well before the awards hoopla and the praise for Rami Malek. A lot has happened since then, and one can easily see why a sequel is being seriously considered. In a new interview, longtime Queen music video director Rudy Dolezal stated that Bohemian Rhapsody 2 is being heavily discussed in the Queen family. As for how or when the sequel would take place, Dolezal says that the band's manager, Jim Beach, might have plans for a sequel that starts with Live Aid. This has not been confirmed by the band or anyone else in their camp, but these talks are still more than likely happening. However, whether the movie happens or not is an entirely different story. If it does happen, it'll be interesting to see who they choose to direct this time around. After all, it was Brian Singer who did 90% of the film, and he got fired towards the end. Bohemian Rhapsody was meant to be a tribute to the work that Queen and Freddie Mercury put into changing the landscape of rock and roll. The music biopic is now the highest grossing in the genre of all time, with Golden Globe and Academy Award wins, so making a sequel seems like a no-brainer for all involved. But an attempt to capture lightning in a bottle for a second time might not, see, might not be seen in the best light by many Queen fans. There are already quite a few fans who are unhappy with the original movie to begin with. If a sequel of Bohemian Rhapsody were to be made and started with Live Aid, that would only give insight to the final six years of Freddie Mercury's life. While there is definitely a lot of story to tell within the six years, those were also incredibly private times for the front man and might not be in good taste to explore Didn't that. Didn't I just say that? Didn't I just yep. say that? Mm-hmm. Plus, while the band has toured frequently in the last few decades, minus bass player John Deacon, they haven't really done anything earth-shattering in terms of songwriting since Mercury passed away. Queen currently performs with American Idol runner-up Adam Lambert. They joined the band in 2011 after they toured with former Bad Company frontman Paul Rogers for a few years. While Bohemian Rhapsody 2 is probably being talked about, a sequel probably won't happen unless it is dedicated to the final years of the original band, which would be a pretty grim score. Army Malik could come back, but he will definitely be commanding a much bigger paycheck after winning an Academy Award for playing Freddie, Mer- Freddie Mercury. So the interview with Rudy Dolezal was originally conducted by Page Six. That's from the New York Times. I know that one. Honestly, I wouldn't mind that because that movie was fantastic. Yes, it was. It was an excellent movie. Yeah, I agree with what they say. There's not much you can do after Live Aid. Mm-hmm. And it's like I said earlier. Had a lot to do with the fact that mm-hmm. Freddie Mercury, he didn't want people to see him in the bad shape he was in. Yeah. Well, that it is also same, true. And also, it was the same with David Bowie back in 2016. You know, he, nobody knew he was dying. And then when he put out his new album, once he did, he died. Who who was that? David Bowie back in 2016. Damn it. Oh, dear. Get under there. Uh, let's see what else is new here. Sorry about the noise, people. That's fine. Like a couple of unruly kids who don't want to go to bed just yet. Mm-hmm. Oh, I gotta read this one. And this was shared by JJ. 
Um, and this was actually posted today. Basically, it's like this. FedEx driver quietly shovels snow from Widow's Porch after learning her husband died recently. Amen. I read that. I hadn't seen it yet, so it's still my first time reading it. All right, so let's see. Here we go. All right. It is not easy to lose the person you have shared your life with. No amount of words can be stringed together to paint how it feels like to never see the one who means so much to you. Thankfully, the world is full of kind-hearted people who help those who are grieving as they heal and move on. Leanne Skoda, a nurturing mother of three who lives in a small town in Nebraska, had lost her beloved husband due to cancer. Now as a solo parent, she does does not only attend to the needs of her children, but also to the maintenance of their home and other properties. This includes doing tasks that used to be her late husband's responsibility. Let's see. For instance, during the aftermath of a heavy snowstorm, Leanne found herself having to put air in her car tires, a task that is not not easy, especially when her porch is buried in a huge pile of snow. Given the circumstance, even removing the cap of the tires seemed a Herculean task. Fortunately, Brian Scholl, a dutiful FedEx driver who frequently delivers packages in her neighborhood, parked his truck near her home. Familiar with his face, the widow decided to appeal to Brian's kind heart and ask for his help, and Brian was more than happy to give Leanne a hand. While working on Leanne's car tires, the two learned a few things about each other. It was also then that Brian found out about the recent death of her husband. Oops. Uh, let's see. He caught a glimpse of what the recent widow was going through and knew how hard it was, how hard it is to be in her shoes. Bearing this in mind, Brian felt like he had to do something. So even without Leanne having to ask favor from Brian, the thoughtful FedEx driver went the extra mile to make her day a little bit easier. The beauty and kindness is that it does not necessarily have to be expressed in grand ways. In the case of Brian, his goodness came in a thoughtful gesture of shoveling the pile of snow sitting in Leanne's porch. Fully aware of what she's going through, Brian knew she would appreciate it if someone could, would cut her some slack. What made Brian's thoughtful gesture even more heartwarming is the fact that he did it out of goodwill. He was not after any recognition, and he simply wanted to help. As a matter of fact, he did not even let Leanne know about his good deed. But unbeknownst to Brian, his thoughtful act was captured in Leanne's doorbell camera. While checking the videos recorded, the widow was beyond surprise when she saw Brian shoveling snow off her porch. Touched by his sincere kind actions, Leanne uploaded the moving video on her Facebook account. And this is in Hey, leave her alone. Okay. Doorbell cameras don't only catch people stealing packages, Leanne wrote along with the video she posted. Our FedEx guy stopped and out of the kindness of his, out of the kindness of his heart scooped my sidewalks. I truly feel like we cross paths with people for reasons. Thank you, Brian Shaw, for just being you and being one of the people who truly get our situation. Leanne was not the only one who was touched by Brian's kindness. The video uploaded on her Facebook went viral and reached about 50,000 views. A lot of people also praised the thoughtful driver for going above and beyond his call of duty. It's inspiring to know there are kind people out there despite all the bad ones we hear about. Such a wonderful man and a blessing for you, a Facebook user expressed how Brian Brian and Leanne's story inspired her. This makes me believe in the goodness of people. Another Facebook user shared how Brian regained her faith to the people around her. Best FedEx driver ever. What an act of kindness, another Facebook user exclaimed. For some people, Brian's thoughtfulness and kindness are enough to make him a hero. But for Brian, he was not doing anything special. You're welcome, Leanne Skoda. Wasn't a big deal. Part of life is helping people. I was glad to do it. Have a great rest of the day, Brian explained in the comment section of the video. Watching the inspiring footage of a FedEx driver sweeping the snow off a widow's porch. And may Brian's kindness remind us of the big impact of gestures. 
big impact our humble gestures can make in the life of the people around us. Amen. I wish more people would be like that. Mm Mm-hmm. It is hard to find people like that because usually who gets all the spotlight and the publicity? All the bad people. I hear you there. I kind of feel, you know, I feel bad for you. People trying to do the right thing and and sometimes they pay up the price for trying to do the right thing. But at least in this situation, that didn't happen. Hey. Uh, You better leave him alone. I'll tell him I'm going to put you both at the stage. You are what she said. Okay. Why is this window not closing? Sorry about the interruptions, you guys. That's right. Yeah, hang on. I'm having having window issues. Why, is it raining outside? No, no, no. Not that window. My computer window. (laughs) You know I was being a cheeky little sausage. Oh yeah, I need. I would love to find the. I would love to find this and make it a ringtone because it's it's a it's in the commercial for uh, darts on BBC America. Thursday night league darts. Yeah, Thursday night. Yeah, Thursday night darts league. And one of the guys says, "Oh, you cheeky little sausage." I looked it up online, and it's British slang for a smart ass. Mm-hmm. Mike. Mm-hmm. I looked it up online, and it's British slang for a smart ass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, did you hear about this one? Um, about fifty people got uh, arrested and charged in a huge college fraud bust, and two of the people are Felicity Huffman from Desperate Housewives and Lori Laughlin from Full House. Oh yeah, they they were. Accused of fraud for trying to get their kids into college. Not school without doing the work. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to read this story because it's like too much Trump there, but the fact of the matter is, you know, you got a couple celebrities, you got more than 50 people, including some coaches and such. It's like I asked somebody, I think the other day, he was asking me something, and it's like, well, <laughs> I I just don't do it. I mean, I'd rather see kids work their way, work their I way. I'd rather get see them get in on their own merits. Is that what you're trying yeah. to say? Yeah, that's it. Okay. Rather than coasting uh, along or cheating or whatever. Right. Well, here's something interesting. Here are the names of the defendants charged in a criminal complaint with conspiracy to commit mail and wire fraud. Gregory Abbott and his wife, Marcia Abbott. He He's founder and chairman of International Dispensing Corporation, a food and beverage packaging company. Gamal Aziz Abdelaziz, 62, of Las Vegas, former president and executive director of Wynn Macau Resort, or Macau, I think it's Macau. Is it Bellingham? Is it spelled M-A-C-A-U? Yes. It's Macau. Okay, thank you. 
Let's see. Diane Blake and Todd Blake of San Francisco. Diane, executive at a retail merchandising firm. Todd, entrepreneur and investor. Jane Buckingham of Beverly Hills, CEO of boutique marketing company Trendera, which has offices in New York and L.A. Gordon Kaplan from Greenwich, Connecticut, co-chairman of Wilkie Farr, which says it has 700 lawyers in 10 offices in six countries. I hear Joey Chen. I thought you said Wilkie. Wilkie, yeah. Yeah, but you said Wilkie in the beginning, but you corrected yourself. Yeah. (laughs) But anyway... um, Ihan Joey Chen, 64, of Newport Beach, California, operates a provider of warehousing and related services for the shipping industry. Amy and Greg Colburn of Palo Alto, California. Robert Flaxman from Laguna Beach, California, founder and CEO of real estate development firm Crown Realty and Development. Mosimo Giannulli, 55, fashion designer. Elizabeth Henriquez of Atherton, California. Manuela Henriquez from Atherton, California. A founder, chairman, and CEO of Hercules Technology Growth Capital. Douglas Hodge from Laguna Beach, California, former CEO of PIMCO Investment Management Company. Felicia Huffman of Los Angeles, actress. Augustine Honeyus Jr. from San Francisco, owner of a family wine vineyard in Napa Valley. Bruce a family Isaacson, wine vineyard? A family wine vineyard. Okay. Bruce Isaacson from Hillsborough, California, president of a real estate development firm. Davina Isaacson, his wife, obviously, also from Hillsborough. Michelle Janavs from Newport Coast, California, former executive of a large food manufacturer. Elizabeth Kimmel from Las Vegas, owner and president of a media company. Marjorie Clapper. I didn't say. Marjorie Clapper from Menlo Park, California, co-owner of Jewelry Business. Oh, here's the shocker. Lori Laughlin, actress. Toby McFarlane, 56, from Del Mar, California, former senior executive at a title insurance company. William McGlashan, Jr., from Mill Valley, California, senior executive at TPG private equity firm. Marcy Palatella of Heldsburg, California, CEO of a liquor distribution company. Peter Jan Santorio from Menlo Park, California, packaged food entrepreneur. Steven Semprevivo from Los Angeles, executive at a privately held provider of outsourced sales teams. Devin Sloan, uh, founder and CEO of provider of drinking and wastewater systems. John Wilson, wastewater systems is not a good combination. Hyannis, uh, John Wilson of Hyannisport, Massachusetts, founder and CEO of private equity and real estate development firm. Homoyon Zadeh, from Calabasas, California, an associate professor of dentistry, and Robert Zangrillo from Miami, founder and CEO of Dragon Global. Here are some other ones that got added into the list. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go into too much detail. Uh, William Rick Singer from New York Newport Beach, California. Mark Riddle from Palmetto, Florida. Rudy, let's see, Rudolph Meredith from Madison, Connecticut. Former head women's soccer coach at Yale was charged with information with conspiracy to commit wire fraud and wire fraud. Okay. John Benmore uh, from Stanford, former sailing coach. Uh, charged with information with racketeering conspiracy. David Sidhu from Vancouver. He was arrested in San Jose and appeared in U.S. District Court for the Northern District of California yesterday. The first initial appearance in federal court in Boston has not been scheduled. Let's see. Um, 
All right. That's a lot of people. I know. There were 50 total. Following people were charged with racketeering conspiracy. Igor Dvorsky from Sherman Oaks, California. Gordon Ernst from Chevy Chase, Maryland. William Ferguson, Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Martin Fox from Houston. Donna Heinel of Long Beach, California. Laura Janke of North Hollywood, California. Ali Kororo Shaheen from Fountain Valley, California. Stephen Macera from Folsom, California. Jorge Salcedo, uh, former head coach of the men's soccer at the University of California, Los Angeles, a.k.a. UCLA. Let's see. Michaela Sanford from Folsom. Jovan Vavik from Rancho Palos Verdes, California. Uh, Nikki Williams from Houston. And the last one, uh, criminal complaint, Michael Center of Austin, Texas. That's a lot of people. People, including some people we, we have grown up to know and love. So That's, that's a rough. shame, you know. That is a shame. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Well, anyway, time is almost up on the show tonight. And I should tell you now, tomorrow is Attention to One, Famous Haunts in each of the 50 states. We're going to have one famous one, and we'll go to just oh, Wait a minute. And, uh-huh. Attention to One is not till next week. Did I say attention to one? I'm sorry, Social Secrets of the Unknown. Thank you. My brain is too tired. Yep. Okay, but it is Secrets of the Unknown. Uh, we're going to do, like, uh, each each state with a big haunt and everything. Like, Alabama has the Sloss Furnaces up in Birmingham. It's a national landmark and a haunted place. So, we'll do that. And Thursday, of course, is the free-for-all. And Friday, all our reviews and naughty mad libs again. Yeah. All right. All right. Anyway, I'll wrap this up by saying this. Please remember to follow us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and follow us on our website, beyondtheairwaves.weebly.com. If you ever miss an episode, there are three ways to catch up. First, there's the Stitcher.com app, available on iTunes, Google Play, and the Amazon Kindle store. Second, you can listen to or download full episodes of the show from blogtalkradio.com. And finally, you can find us on iTunes. Just do a search of the podcast for Beyond the Airways, and you'll find many of our episodes there. So, with that in mind, I am going to say it's and chicken grease. Everybody have a great night. If I can get this thing to... Oh, hold on. There we go. All right, get this thing going. Everybody have a great night. Sleep well, stay safe, and we'll see you tomorrow for Secrets of the Unknown. Have a good night, everyone. Take care, Mike. We'll talk to you tomorrow, baby. I'll, I'll be back on the show next week, as usual. So, all right. Night, guys. All right. That's all for tonight. But as usual, just remember all these things here. You, I almost had him. I had him. I almost had him. <laughs> you stuttering prick, you. Shut up! What's the matter, uh, huh? Uh-huh. I am vengeance. I am the night. I am. All right, and last but not least. This is the voice of the Mysterons. We know you can hear us, Earthmen. Shut up! All right, that's all for tonight. Have a great night. We'll see you tomorrow. Night, y'all. Take care, everybody. <laughs>